They say to prepare, but there is no real way to prepare for what some adoptees find when they make the choice to search for biological family. Searching for and finding biological family as an adoptee is opening up Pandora's box repeatedly. It is the beginning of a new era of uncovering the secrets that so many think they have protected us from. Even under the best of reunion stories, it is still the beginning of a new painful path that adoptees experience. If we're lucky, one door closes, and another door opens. And that's just it if we're lucky. Society says at least you have found your truth when so many other adoptees would die to find theirs. Even when the truth has been excruciatingly painful, society thinks we should still feel lucky. Even our fellow adoptees suggest this at times, and I understand why they feel this way, mainly when they haven't found their biological families yet. I think our friends, families and loved ones sense us in agony before we search and find and all honestly they hope we will feel better after we find out truth. However, when they still see us in agony after we reunite, it hurts them to see us hurt. They want to take our pain away, and they have high hopes reunion will do that. Truth and reality is, it usually doesn't. It brings on a new set of heartbreak, pain, grief and loss. Searching and finding biological family, I like to describe it as trading one type of pain for another. Both types of pain are different but equally painful. The pain of the unknown for adopted individuals is like the feelings a parent might have who has a missing child somewhere out in the world. Imagine your 10-year-old child was abducted on the street, and they vanished with no trace ever to be found. The agony that parents must feel every waking moment of every day having their child missing. Adoptees think similar to this, but it is not just one family member. It's their very own mother, father, grandparents on both sides, siblings on both sides, and cousins on both sides. We're on an island all alone, searching in our minds from the moment we find out we are adopted for our biological connections. This is painful from the very beginning. If you don't think so, I would like to ask you how many adopted individuals you have gotten to know and listen to their stories over the years? I have gotten to know hundreds, if not over a thousand, and not one of them has said adoption has been 100% wonderful. It's complex, emotional, and painful at best. Can you imagine what it feels like to not know what your mother looks like? Or her name? I know you can't because it's unimaginable. The big difference is, Parents of missing children are expected to feel the feelings they feel having a missing child. Society saves space for them, their grief and loss. They have some memories to hang on to, and they have their child's names and they know who they are. My heart goes out to these parents, because I know it's a nightmare on every level but I wanted to describe the difference in what adopted individuals experience. At all costs, we are just supposed to be grateful. If we aren't, we are labeled as ungrateful, angry, and many other hurtful words. This is not helpful to the adoptee experience. To feel whole, complete, and like I was an actual living human being, I had to find this woman that gave birth to me. I had to see her face and know who she was. I fought the closed adoption laws in Iowa like hell to find her. If I didn't, I would be dead right now. In my mind, this would solve all the pain I experienced and the heartache I lived with my whole life all the way back to coming home from the hospital with strangers at a few days old. Living in the unknown is a different type of pain. It was for me anyway. I describe it as agony. Every waking moment of it every day for me was painful. I was sad, filled with anxiety, and as I grew into my preteen self, it turned into self-sabotage and self-hate. All I needed was her. 
During this time, I had anticipation and high hopes that one day I would be reunited with the woman who gave me away, but things would be different this time. If she loved me so much, she had to want to know me and have me back in her life, right? Wrong. She never wanted to be found, she never wanted to meet me, and she was nothing like what I dreamed about finding my whole life. She was quite the opposite. She was a disappointment on every level and I am still 20 plus years later, upset by this disappointment. She considered herself doing me a favor meeting me one time, and we had a two-hour visit together. After this visit, she shut me out and never spoke to me again. During the visit, she asked me about my life and how my childhood was. I have always been an honest person, even when it hurts. I expressed to her I never bonded with my adoptive mom, and my adoptive parents divorced when I was a year old. I was raised on welfare, food stamps and experienced significant emotional, mental, and even sexual abuse in my adoptive home. It crushed her, and it was too much for her to handle. Twenty years passed, and she shut me out, not being able to face her decision. She assumed I would have the better life promised to her. I received a message she had passed away, and I traveled to Iowa to her funeral. I was told by some of her closest friends at her funeral that she was distraught that my adoptive parents divorced, and if she had known that was going to happen, she would have kept me. They said this really bothered her. Knowing this truly helped me understand why she shut me out, but it didn't take away the pain or lessen it. The pain of being rejected by a biological parent is indescribable. The pain of being rejected by your mother, the woman who brought you into the world, is a pain that never goes away. Check out The Primal Wound to learn more. I'm trying to relay that we should never assume that just because an adoptee finds their biological family that it's going to be the key that turns the page for them. Or imagine that their life will finally be complete and that they can eventually move on. Sometimes what we find is so devastating, moving on isn't an option for many of us. For those of us who can, somewhere along the lines we've come to a place of acceptance. Telling adoptees to move on or get over IT is never helpful. It's actually quite the opposite. High hopes are shattered to the ground and the disappointment of what was found sets in and rips our hearts to shreds. The grief and loss process continues and will remain a significant component of our lives for the rest of our lives. Adoptees are the kings and queens of adaption, and we do our best to put on a smile for the world to see. It takes everything in our power to pretend that everything is okay deep inside. But it's usually far from it. We also must remember that this adaption behavior and pretending is instilled into many of us from a very early age. When we learn that our greatest heartbreak is our adoptive parents' greatest blessing, we discover our feelings aren't important. This makes us feel like we aren't important. We must keep them hidden for fear of upsetting our adoptive parents. Our heartache and heartbreak for the mystery woman we fantasize and dream about are insignificant compared to our adoptive parents' feelings of finally becoming parents. The mental mind paradox that any adopted individual has to endure is enough to take us out of this world. It's way too much for one person to bear. Non-adopted individuals can't comprehend what the big fuss is all about. Accepting they never will understand because they don't have the experience has been a critical component to my healing journey. Even when non-adoptees try to understand, they simply can't. We do appreciate those who try. Aside from the failed reunion with my biological mother and rejection from her, I experienced the same failed reunion and rejection from my biological father. Even after DNA confirmation that I am his daughter, he has no desire to know me or have a relationship with me. He said that he would have kept me if he would have known about me, but I was adopted without his consent, so he had no say-so. 
In his eyes, it's too late now. Double rejection and double heartbreak is a hard pill to swallow. It's heavy to carry, and the pain surfaces in the grief and loss process for me, which I've accepted it will last a lifetime. Aside from being rejected by my biological parents, I found a long-lost brother who was the best part of my search and reunion. We spent five years catching up for lost time, making new memories together, and being elated that we finally found one another after all these years apart. This reality turned into a shattered nightmare when DNA testing showed we shared no DNA. I can't even put into words how this experience has made me feel. The heartbreak is accurate, and I have no words to describe it. Pain on top of pain. After a lifetime of dreaming, I get to meet my biological grandmother at least one time, I succeeded. I can't express how thankful I am that I had enough courage to drive across the country, even after being told by my biological father that I could not meet her, to meet her for one hour as she lived in a nursing home in Iowa. I stayed one hour, and was a dream come true. It opened the connection to my first cousin, who thought she was the only granddaughter. I was honored to be invited back to Iowa for a second visit to meet her and her family and see my biological grandmother a second time. She took me to the land where my grandparents lived, which she described her childhood memories as being like heaven. Even with this being a dream come true, when I returned home and the dust settled, this reunion became so emotional for me that it set me up for intense grieving I wasn't prepared to experience. I became sad, depressed, and things spiraled out of control. My grief and sorrow for what was lost and what I missed out on being robbed of these relationships were all I could bear to handle. I was so sad. I just wanted my life to end because of all the pain, the grief, the loss I was feeling. Death seemed like the only way to escape the pain. Learning to live with a broken heart has been a key component to my healing journey. Even 10 years post reunions with biological parents and all the pain I have experienced in that time from other dynamics to my adoption journey, I still wouldn't change the fact that I chose to search and find my people. Even when they haven't accepted me, knowing my truth has been healing in its own way. I don't regret it, but handling the aftermath is something I will be navigating for the rest of my life. Even when our loved ones might expect reunions and finding our truth might be the answer for our healing and freedom, in some regards, it can be. Still, the other side is that we suffer in silence carrying the tremendous pain and sorrow of what should have been, what could have been, and all that was lost because of adoption. The difference for adoptees is that our world doesn't acknowledge we should even be feeling this way, they do not leave space for us and don't understand why. Reunion is still just as messy as adoption and it looks different for each of us. Even being embraced by one or both biological parents carries pain. It brings grief, and it brings loss. Instead of the outlook that when adopted individuals find their biological family, it will be the cure-all for the adoptee, let's reframe things to help them embrace what they are about to experience. It could be happiness, it could be sadness, it could be a combination of both. It could be feelings that are so complex, they don't even understand them themselves. It could be emotions so difficult that they withdraw, they use coping mechanisms to get through and become shut off. There is no limits to what an adoptee might find when they search for their biological family. I think many of us are set up for the greatest disappointment of our lives when we assume our birth mother loved us so much but her actions of rejection show quite the opposite. Many of us find addicts, graves, happy homes without us, that our biological parents married and had more kids after us, or single women who never married or had more kids. Sometimes we find parents who are happy to be found, and others who want to slam us in jail for pursuing them. 
Sometimes we are received but only if we agree to remain a secret. Sometimes siblings embrace us, and sometimes they reject us. Some of us are told our biological parents are dead, but we later find that was a lie to discourage us for searching. This happened to me. Never believe what you have been told, until you prove it, I've heard it all over the years. No matter how the adoptee responds, non-adopted individuals must meet them right where they are, and they should accept this as a lifelong journey for the adoptee. They should also accept that nothing they say or do can take our pain away. Being adopted never goes away, so our feelings won't go away either. The sooner non-adoptees can get this, the easier it will be on the adoptee. We must remember that no matter how the adoptee feels, it's normal for a not-normal situation. There is nothing ordinary about being severed from your roots, abandoned by your biological mother, and fighting the world for your truth. To my fellow adoptees, I love you, I see you, I hear you. XOXO Park Thanks for reading. The views and opinions expressed in this article are that of the author, Pamela A. Coronova. Reproduction of the material contained in this publication may be made only with the written permission of Pamela A. Coronova.